Cool. Okay, what's up, guys? Uh, I am Danny with Opinioneering. We're going to be uh, talking about... Thank you all for uh, holding on uh, for a couple of weeks uh, till we pull out some new episodes. Um, this new uh, marathon of episodes, we have Jared Sparks here as our special host, and uh, like regularly, uh, I am one of your regular hosts, well, special guests, but I'm one of your regular hosts, and Danny Murray, and we also have... Colton Freeman. And Jason. Jason. We're so excited to have Jason back because uh-huh. he was studying for, if you guys remember right, in our last marathon episodes where Colton wanted to get me drunk, um, Jason was studying for like six weeks and his wow. master's in... Colton failed. No, no. failed. <laughs> he failed those finals. No, J- I want to ask you... He's living under a bridge. He was wiping tickets. Remember what Jason's graduate program, like what he's in right now, oh, to become. That's just Fuck. That's no, dude. Sad. We said it, yeah, five times. No, we said a lot because they asked me every single like, "What is it again?" You know and what I'm sucks? Like, blah, 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 blah. I'm gonna say it, but you know what even sucks more is I just listened to an episode of us yesterday just to get like back into the game, yeah, to how we do things, and uh, uh, I almost forgot right now, but. If I'm not wrong, speech mythologist. Whoa! What? He's a leather worker. <laughs> he makes belts. Yeah. I wish I was a leather worker. Like I have so dude, much. Freaking like, what's his name from Thrice in Washington? Oh yeah, Tepe. Like ever since that dude, I was like, so I got like a Tepe wallet, Tepe. Coin the bassist, right? Yeah. From no, he's a guitar no. player. Oh, the I, guitar player from Thrice. I literally opened one of our episodes last time, <laughs> after maybe three or four, of us saying you were becoming a speech mythologist. And I was like, oh, yeah, Jason's out studying for... Whatever. What was it again? <laughs> exactly. That's exactly how that was. Well, yeah. this intro went off the rails. Yeah, it did a little bit. But anyways, if you guys held on this long, in uh, three minutes and 46 seconds... Um, we're going to be talking about movies this time. We do have J-Boo. So we're going to be talking about... Uh, some movies, some of us didn't see all of them, but we do have uh, opinions on whether the, the trailer or if we've seen it or not. But first, we're going to be talking about the movie that most of us did see, which was Wonder Woman. Now, I know I've seen this movie. Jay, have you seen this movie? Yeah. Jay Boo, you've seen yeah. this movie. Colton, you have not. I have not. So you're going to be the person that's asking questions at the end, yeah. and we're going to be ta- oh. discussing this a little bit. I was going to oh, say, can I go. give expectations first? Oh, go ahead. Yeah, give me expectations. Of, of, yeah, yeah, Wonder Woman. Yeah. Tells me I'm wrong. Yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, when I saw the trailer, I was highly disappointed <laughs> to start <laughs> off. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Totally what were your reasons why? Uh, it's just Wonder Woman beating up World War II guys. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think that was very entertaining. I don't know World if you noticed, but that was the. Oh, I'm sorry. World, World, World War One. Yeah, I was about to say this World War II is like she's taking on nukes. Shit, I'm gonna go. Godzilla World War Two. That's Cap's territory. You're yes. correct. No, yeah. So, so she's pre-Cap. It looked cool. I thought special effects looked cool. I got. I thought uh, Gal Gadot looked awesome. It's well, just on a scale of Rotten Tomatoes to one. <laughs> I mean, it was a 10, but, I mean, being realistic. I don't... Yeah. I, we can go on a freaking rant on yeah. how BS Rotten Tomato is. I can't... No. I hate Rotten Tomatoes. Dude. If you use it right. If you if you look at Rotten Tomatoes and just say, this is what people are saying. More people are saying okay. it's good or more people are saying it's yeah. bad. So let me you ask you this. You can't say. It doesn't... I think, of, I think of Rotten Tomatoes in the same way that you could say, what is the temperature outside? It's really hot outside or it's really cold outside. Okay. Every, everyone said it's really cold. But that doesn't mean that that tells you, like, 
all the details. Like, well, actually, like. Well, okay, yeah. So let me ask it you a question. Then yeah. how does then how does a movie like Sharknado one <laughs> and two get a ninety eight percent on Rotten because Tomatoes? Because they're fun and enjoyable. <laughs> because <laughs> I mean, and how does a movie like that, the Hannah you know? Montana movie get a ninety nine percent? But that's my point: is that it isn't it isn't telling you what is a what is a fine print look analysis of like the critical merit of a movie it's just telling you how people enjoying how are people enjoy how are the Mm -hmm. mass of people enjoying so because i enjoyed sharknado (laughs) god but as a movie it's just god awful no yeah it's supposed to be that's like in my theory of like i don't think popularity is a measure for quality right and even with rotten tomatoes i'm not saying that that tells you the rotten tomatoes can tell you like does the masses like it Exactly. I can if okay. it's if it's what the masses are, then yes, I'll, I'll agree with that. That's my barometer. When I look at that, I just say, are the masses saying, generally speaking, this is a good time, right? Or generally speaking, like, no, this is crap. And nine times out of ten, I go against not out of just fear spite, but just me and my opinion. And I don't. But at the like same time, on. people put putting on Rotten Tomatoes. Sometimes they're still going to see the film, knowing it's gonna be shit, and then still just saying, "Well, that was shit." Like Transformers. Like, are you yeah. kidding me? You still went and watched that film? Like, why? Which one? The fifth one? Any of them. That's number one. Like, you watch the first one, you're like, wow, robots, cool. And then after that, like, why'd you go? You know what I mean? I don't know. You paid to see crap. You knew what you were getting into. And then people go around to me and go, well, I watched it. Well, that's your fault. Mark Wahlberg. Oh, dear God. I produce a funky bunch. Right. Okay, so we're going to talk about Wonder Woman. So that was your expectation. So you didn't like it because it was just her taking on World War I. It just didn't look appealing. You know, at this point I had already seen a couple DC films. uh, You know, BBS. You know, was a load of BS. Yeah. As we stated in previous episodes. Totally. Suicide Squad. Profit. (laughs) Yeah. Suicide Squad, you know, was uh, very try hard. Very yeah, try hard. God, you know what? I enjoyed it more than BBS just because I was like, you know what? I'm gonna know this isn't very good, and I'll enjoy. The only reason why happens. I like Suicide Squad better than BBS is just because Will Smith and just that one scene. That one scene where he's talking to Flag, I think his name is. Oh yeah, and beginning. he's all like, and you know, if her if her grades get bad, yeah, you can shovel her grades. It was like literally Will Smith like, trying I to love save that film. scene. Like it yeah. was awesome. That was a funny scene. And then so leading up to it, I saw the preview in my head. I was like, God, dude, DC, you're reaching. So hard trying right now. Too hard. That We're was Jason's thing. So They're hard. trying to be and then, too fast. Yeah, and then too just... Fast. Too, fast. Yeah, yeah. too fast. Yeah, And then I get a trailer that's not trying to give you everything, which is weird because most trailers give you everything these days. You oh, watch the God. third trailer and you've watched the whole film. Right. Practically. Practically, yeah. But, you know, I don't know. Her, I did, didn't know what to expect from her because also... Chris Pine being a complete waste of a character was upsetting to me. I feel like he could have filled a bigger role in the DC universe. And As I know Hal Jordan, because they offered him too. He offered him Steve Trevor and Hal Jordan. Okay, so well, here's the thing: the thing. Is, can I just real fast, real so fast? You better make okay, so fast. fast. So I'm fast. looking at the time signature on the thing. Go okay. ahead, make it fast. In California, we're starting to introduce a new thing for IEPs, individualized education plans for students. Jason works for the school district. I work for a high school. <laughs> And so when their parents come in, you got to have a meeting with them. One of the things that we say, if the parent has a concern, we're going to put that in the parking lot. We'll get to it. I want to put something in the parking lot for later. Who is the best Chris? Chris Pine, Pratt. Pine, Pratt, Evans. Pratt, Pratt, Pratt. 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 Totally Pratt. Pratt. Totally Pratt. 100% Pratt. Yeah. Pratt. You didn't think so? I, Pratt, one hundred percent. I love. Pratt. I don't, not that, even just not even just acting or films, just as a cool person. Okay, can we talk <laughs> about how Love Is Dead? Oh! <laughs> they announced that my wife and I were so depressed, dude. Because literally, like a month ago, we were just like, "Oh man, like 
Oh man, like the two marriages that are actually lasting right now at the time a month ago was Chris Pratt and Anna Ferris, and I think the other one that we were talking about was um, like probably like Kristen Bell and Dex Shepard. Yeah, exactly. Kristen Bell because Whitney loves Whitney loves Kristen Bell. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. amazing. She really is. I hate Veronica Mars, but damn yeah. Do I just say Veronica Mars? I solve crimes between third and fourth period. Yeah, like I hate that. Yeah. Um, and um, Chloe did in Smallville, but whatever. Like I'm, 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 I'm a, but whatever, whatever. But yeah, yeah, shooting back. I yeah, think Chris Pine could have totally played a much cooler role. I love Chris Pine as an actor. He's a cool I'm person. Say Evans, uh, really. Back up, Jason. You've had your time. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> You've had your minute. You've had your I'm minute. Sorry, okay. Sorry. Uh, we actually went over your minute. Uh, <laughs> anyways. Um, but I also understand Chris Pat or Chris Pratt, damn it. Yeah. Chris Pine, uh, the way he views acting as an art. He definitely doesn't like to be settled into one solid film. I even know he wanted out of Star Trek for a minute, but he was kind of already signed in. So I understand I'm that. He did I don't think he wanted to sign up for DC for that long. But I just definitely think it was a waste of a super solid actor. Um but those were the only really two things I had against it. Granted they were just trailers. It was the Chris Pine was wasted and that Wonder Woman was just beating up on normal dudes. <sighs> okay, so here's the thing. Going away, like I, I respect that because mm-hmm. uh, looking at the trailer and seeing the repertoire of what it DC didn't give. Has yeah, it didn't yeah, really, right. it, I, that's I, totally the what they handed out to you, and you just you had to see the film. In going going back to what Jay said, when you have that many Chris's and that many star power, I give respect to Pine if he saw the script. And I'm going to give some spoilers here because I, I that's totally fine. Yeah, yeah my fault not seeing it. And, and, and Chris Trevor, <laughs> I mean, everyone knows that Steve Trevor um, dies in it. Oh damn! Um, I didn't know. Well, whatever, dude. It came out over a month and a half ago. If you haven't seen it, that's your fault. Hey, how's it going, everyone? This is Danny, one of your hosts of Opinioneering, and your 76 main. Yeah, that's right, I, I main 76, but I'm still not that great. But if you want to play, I'm down. I can play PS4. I can play some Overwatch. Um, still teetering the line whether I'm going to do Destiny 2 or not, but uh, that's neither here or there. Yeah, just wanted to say thank you to all our listeners again um, for tuning in. We had a good reception last week and starting off another round of episodes. So, uh, again, we're not the most consistent podcast in the world, and we do know that consistency is key to any podcast. But we're, we're not that consistent. Just because of time and the cards that we're dealt in life, we can't really do that right now. So thank you for being patient with us. And again, if we're not consistent, you guys are consistent. So thank you again for tuning in and listening to our shenanigans and our rants about pop culture here in general. Go check us out on social media. We have Facebook and Instagram at Opinioneering. On there we post a lot more on Instagram and we just tie it into our Facebook page. But we just post... You know, news that's going on in the pop culture world, and we post, you know, videos and updates on what we're doing and how we're doing and if we're having a rough day, and yeah, that's just it. You just get to get a little behind-the-scenes look at our life individually. Please rate us on iTunes. Um, It comes very much in handy. We really, really, really love it when we hear from our guests uh, if it's a one-star or a two-star, or a three-star, or a four-star, or a five-star, um, it's your opinion. And we uh, built a podcast based off of Low Man on the Totem Pole, which is us having an opinion in today's world where everyone tells you what to think and how to think. And we're not about that. We're going to state what we believe when it comes to pop culture, and we're not going to say you're sorry afterwards. So yeah, um, go ahead and go on iTunes and rate us. We do no promotions besides um, you know Instagram and Facebook of our podcast. So 
everything comes from word of mouth of all our listeners. So thank you again for those who have told their friends, their nerdy friends, their geek friends, just, you know, these three guys. They're not the smartest people in the world. It's their time to detox, and what they like to do in their detox is to... I don't know, talk about pop culture. So tell your friends. If um, you have any friends that are in love with pop culture in general, movies, music, um, video games, what have you, just let them know about our podcast. Promotionals. Okay, so check this out. Little Fella Media. They do live in-studio productions for artists nationwide, okay? And even even internationally. Uh, They're based out in Southern California. Go to their website, littlefellowmedia.com, or shoot them an email at info at littlefellowmedia.com. If you have a band or if you're someone who sings and you're a singer and you want to get great, 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 great content, go to them. Uh, They have some really, really really great deals and they create uh, great content for artists internationally. So uh, they've worked with people from like Dustin Kentrew from Thrice. They have worked with uh, Joe Marson from New York. Uh, he moved up to California. He's been on shows like Justified. His music's been on shows like Justified, and his music was also on Deadpool. Uh, we've also worked with some artists like maybe April out in uh, Nashville. So yeah, I mean, they've done over about 150 bands, and they create live and studio productions. And they do all of that at Lion's Den Studios. Now, if you're a band and you're not looking for videography, but you're looking to record, go to Lion's Den Studios. They have great rates uh, for bands that are just trying to make it, you know, they want to, you know, record a professional grade EP or a couple songs and get something done, you go to Lions Den Studios in Southern California. So look them up on Facebook, Lions Den Studios. Hit Jason Lyons up. Really cool guy, really great guy. Is always looking to to work with artists and work with them within their budgets and work with them and trying to 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 make things happen for them. Um, it isn't free, but I can guarantee you, you're not going to get that quality of work for that price point. Okie dokie. Um, last thanks and shout out to and promotion for Roger over at Horizon Comics. Now, if you're looking for comics to be sent to you by, via mail and you just want to go to a cool place out here in Lancaster, California, go to Horizon Comics on L12 and 10th Street, Horizon Comics. Roger May is a really good friend of us here at the podcast. So yeah, you really want to get people who listen to the podcast onto the podcast. So if you really are, you listen this far in, you're a little diligent because we're not the most professional or the best podcast in the world, but we do have our listener base. So if you want to be on our podcast, shoot me a text. My number is not just kidding. Uh, uh, Shoot us a message on uh, Instagram or Facebook. Okay. Um, And we'd love to get uh, people, not host, people to come onto the show um, to so we can interview and talk to you and get your opinion because again it's we want to get the everyday person and their opinion on a movie or pop culture in general not some like oh it was good and leave it at that no we we like to delve a little bit more in depth uh, so yeah if that's something you want to do and you want to be on a podcast go ahead and give us a shout out on Instagram or Facebook and we'll try and schedule something with you okay. Uh, sounds good. Uh, we're going to get back to the podcast where we're going to finish talking about Wonder Woman. Uh, next week we're going to be talking about Spider-Man Homecoming. Yes, I know it's a little bit late, but hey, whatever, sue us. Uh, we have <laughs> all have uh, work and family and children all together. We have like six children between the three of us. Um, so yeah, we are busy people, So, but we love our fans and we love the people who listen to our stuff. So with that being said, go ahead and listen to the last little bit of Wonder Woman. And he wanted to come in, do his 
do his piece and leave. And I respect that 100%. 100%. Here's the thing is I want to get Jerry because he's the newest uh, opinion year special guest on this. Um, and we'll go around clockwise. So Colton, you saw the trailers. You haven't seen the movie. I want Jerry, what did you think about Winter Woman? Um, I had different expectations of it. I guess in today's society, I thought that it would be more highly ruled by, by Wonder Woman's personality, I guess. And the fact of her being overbearing on men. (laughs) (laughs) Like, altogether, like, just ruling everything as soon as she came into it, but instead she came in and she was learning. Yeah. Yeah. She was learning man's world. Exactly. She yeah. was learning things instead of ruling over it. Yeah. Which is something I thought wouldn't happen actually. Yeah. Oh, you thought it was gonna be more like oh, absolutely. I'm gonna kick all your all's ass. Exactly. Because yeah. in today's day and age, I mean, everyone's trying to break yeah. the glass ceiling as so. Right. Yeah. But that's how I thought it would be. So <laughs> well, this is why it's called opinioneering, everyone. <laughs> exactly. Opinion. Yeah. Opinion. No, yeah, here here's thoughts. the thing is that I thought it was good it, like it wasn't gonna be as that political it was turned into political after the movie came out yeah. but i think they teetered the line very well exactly they did a very good job in that. like surprise. yeah i was it, it was it's to me all right you know i'll go on to jason but okay that was your opinion like what did you think about the action in it i mean i thought the graphics were great i thought the graphics were really good and i thought you know they held their own in that time and era as far mm-hmm. as things going yeah yeah i think it was really 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 dope so jay what did you like about it I mean, I don't even know if I'm if it's fair to now turn to me or if I should even partake. Uh, it's not a secret that uh, at this table, over all our episodes, I'm the minority. You're the brown, dude. I'm brown, I'm just like my skin. Like I think I'm more Latin than you are, just because I have two Latin cultures no, in me. Okay, and here's what's funny. Here's what's funny. Colombian and Mexican. Here's what's funny is that full blown, like both your parents are actually immigrants. One hundred percent, one hundred percent actual immigrants. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, you play it, you're like, when I'm with white people, I'm white. When you're with brown people, you're like, I'm brown. See, yeah, I can do that. <laughs> I can call, I can, <laughs> yeah. so, I'm married into a southern Kentucky family. And Jared so the, would know that. The truth about me when is... When I go back to see the family back in Kentucky, they call me Papito. <laughs> right. Like, Papito. So the truth, the truth, like, what's funny is that the difference is, is that, like, both my parents are U.S. citizens, born and bred U.S. citizens. I didn't know that. I thought your mom and dad were from Mexico. No. Neither one of them are from Mexico. Both my parents are born and bred U.S. citizens. But you look browner than me. But I'm like brown as could be. Like, Dude. your parents are both immigrants, and you're like, I'm white half the time. So. That's true. Either way. I'm like. I think I can get away with both. That's the only thing about me. Either I'm like the feminist at the table. I thought you were white when I met you. Like, just full disclosure. And so, for me, I thought the movie was, like, actually incredible. And so, I would have to compare it against, and it, it, it all hinges on this, like, um, and this one idea is if I were to compare it to not even the current DC universe movie of movies, oh, okay. but go back to Christopher Nolan, The Dark Knight, the movie hinges around this question. Can we be good men in an indecent age? In an indecent age. Right. And the answer was no. Yeah. The answer was wholeheartedly no. Everyone will be corrupted. Whether you are the white knight, Harvey Dent... Whether you are Batman trying to be above the law, Whether no matter what, Diana. like you will be corrupted. Yeah, and so Batman, like so, Batman asked the question: Can you be a good man? And the answer was no. Wonder Woman asked the question: Is humanity good and worth saving? And the answer through Chris through Chris Pine was like humanity is broken. Mm-hmm. Like humanity 
no, we can't be good men because even Chris Pine's character, who is a U.S. pilot who is just trying to save the world in World War One, he he himself admits like I'm part of this. I'm the reason why we're fighting. I'm the like humanity, mankind, and and the inherent evil is why we're at war. Yeah. And Wonder Woman finally like comes to the realization of this because she thought like no, it's not man. It's this like evil god. Right. Blah blah blah. And she finally has to realize, like, if people, if the answer is people are inherently, they can't be good, but are they still worth saving? And she came to the conclusion that man can be inherently broken, but they're still worth saving. And to me, like, if I, if I think about that one question as the core of the movie, that movie was beautiful. Yeah, and I I would, like, 100% agree with that, because that was a thing that they didn't, here's the thing, they touched upon it slowly but surely. They touched upon it throughout the beginning of Themyscira and Diana's mom talking about her, of the, the world of man. You know, they, they touched upon that just a little bit and Diana realizing this and what is the world of man? What is this? You know, she's struggling with this and then she hears this age-old prophecy or the age-old history of them and, you know, what, what's, what, what, what's going to, you know, destroy them and are they going to destroy themselves or is it uh, – what's his name? It's not Hades. Um, it's uh, the god of war. Ares. Ares. Yeah, exactly. Aries, Aries is the one that's causing this thing. Right. Now, apart from, I think, and, and and I think I'm right in the middle between you, you know you and Jerry in the part of like, I think, like what Jared said, like I thought it was going to be like 100 percent like, f the patriarchy. I f the patriarchy. I know you f the patriarchy, but like in a different sense of what a lot of people also do. But you're like, no, it wasn't, and I'm right in the middle of saying like I think it did a beautiful job. In saying it wasn't f the patriarchy, but it was like respect the matriarchy. Yeah, I, I, th- I think that was more that it wasn't f this; it was respect this. And I love that about the film because it was in the story of what you're saying of hey, can man be decent in an indecent age? No, they can't. But there are exceptions to the rules. Look at Chris Trevor that will strive to do what's best. There was a moment that Diana thought Steve Trevor, Steve Trevor sorry. That Steve that Diana thought that Steve Trevor was going like she he was bad. Like what no, you're you're st- you're trying to stop me. Right. You're trying to stop me from doing what my what my calling is. Right. And he's like, No, Diana, I'm trying to help you, kind of thing. Like I'm I'm on your side. But she didn't realize that. And then them working together to ultimately overcome not Aries, but just human nature in and of itself. It's right. man and woman coming together and fighting. And I think like, I love me, that. I think, I think for me, like the, the reality is, and you could, you know, fast forward, whatever. That was World War One. Fast forward, Batman's born, and now here we are. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, we just wait till Batman comes in the scene. <laughs> like, like the reality is that, like Batman's whole thing is like, no, he'll never be able to say like a decent man in an indecent age. But the truth is, like, then there's Dick Grayson. And it goes back to that whole thing. Mm, that's like, true, yeah. Like, he's the man who's, like, he, he has the same conclusion as, like, Wonder Woman of, like, even though humanity is broken. I'm gonna, still going to try. I'm still going to try. Yeah, and I love that about the film. And I think that's what was beautiful about it. I think the story was really good. Dude, like, uh, I know you were, you were not, like, you were watching it. There's a lot more in-depth. When I first saw the trailer, mm. I thought they were trying to be better. And I looked at the director, and I was like, okay, this is looking like a pretty good director. I saw the behind the scenes. I thought it was really, really going to be good. I thought it was going to be... I already, going in, before seeing the movie, I already knew it was going to be the best DC film. Like, you're like, oh, you can oh, yeah. Even just watching the trailers, okay, you, you knew it was going to be the best also, DC film. Also, that's not a big thing. That's not a very big <laughs> No, that, <laughs> that's, that's not, not a big thing. That is a very low Being literally the only 
film they had to beat was Man of Steel because I enjoyed that a lot. I that did was too. A good one. Yeah, yeah Man of Steel was good. But yeah. then the two films to follow, it's like, dude, they can't mess. It's up there with Man of Steel. Yeah, it's up there with Man of Steel. Like it really is. Just because it goes depth into like what Jason's talking. Like holy crap! So by the end, even Ares and her are talking. He's like, Diana, do you really think this was all me? Mm-hmm. I just set it in in motion, and they yeah. did it themselves, kind of thing. Like it really was deep, and the action between Ares and Diana was really strong. Like mm-hmm. it was a really good film. Here's the thing that the problem that I had with the film was the acting on Themyscira. That was bad. They got a lot of stunt women to do a lot because Themyscira is is a is a is an island habited by one hundred percent women. Yeah, Amazonian. But they didn't get actors. They got stunt women, which I understand because they had to do awesome no, acting No, because scenes. they had, like, Robin Wright Penn. They had... Well, her, I mean, as as Diana's mom. Yeah, that was good. But, I mean, there was... There she, was she was her trainer. Yeah. That's right, her. The sister. The, the, the girl from Princess yeah, Diaries. Her sister. Yeah, the Princess mom's Diaries sister. girl. Dude, like, kudos to it's Jerry. It's better. Like, I thought Jerry would be the guy who, like, doesn't know the names of, like, actors and stuff. But, oh, like, no. dude, like, that's all I said right sister, there. Like, <laughs> no, I'm going to take that. It's yeah. Dude, does not everyone know that's Princess Buttercup? Yeah. From Princess Diaries? She still looks the same. No, Princess, Di- uh, Princess Bride. Princess Bride. Sorry, excuse me. I'm drinking. Princess Buttercup. <laughs> it's Princess Buttercup, dude. Um, dude, like, you know, she, there's good Buttercup. acting, but, like, the side ones, like, the, the, the whole scene, the, the battle scene, it, the acting wasn't on par. It wasn't as good as... And even Gal Gadot didn't execute the lines in the scene as good as Chris Pine did. Like, you can tell that she was striving. But towards the end of the film, you can see some scenes that are like, okay, yeah, this is this is know. three. This is three. No, hold on, hold on, hear me out. She's hear me not out, even acting out. in her native language. That's true. No, that's yeah, not. That's she's that's Israeli. Israeli. Yeah, yeah. All of a sudden, like, yeah, she's speaking she's, the same language. Right. Yeah. She's, like, but no, like, like you she's can tell, Israeli. She speaks like Hebrew or something. And can we all say, like, she's gorgeous. She's That'd dropped be like, gorgeous. If you were going to be in a Spanish movie right now, like, sure, you grew up speaking Spanish, but like, can you be in a Spanish movie? They'd be like, no, this guy, no. You can get that, but I mean, I mean, again, you could say like, no, he didn't execute mm-hmm. that well. I, I mean, I would take that credit because I couldn't. But that's uh, that, that's fine. Was it a, a ten out of ten in acting? No, there was some problems with it. The story in of itself, I thought the story was really well. I thought it was executed well. I think the pacing of the movie was good. Mm-hmm. The editing of the movie, especially in the action and in that um, in that in that town. Yeah, that was cool. And the pacing of like we say in that town. What are we talking about? In like, that town. Remember the, when she the one like. Prior to like where they were at, where everything is like well lit, all of a sudden. No, 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 no. The town that's post the no man's land that she like <laughs> with her shield like takes everything on. Oh, I thought you meant. I, I thought you were talking about the no man's land. Post no man's land. After no man's land, they go to that town and they stay there for like twenty four hours. And yeah, that, where she Chris Pine falls and she in love with Chris Pine. Right, exactly. Okay, yeah. And where it's, like that was like. Where it's all and of a here's the thing, and I know me yeah. and you did not like the score for Wonder Woman. Like. Mm-hmm. I, no, that was oh awkward. god, that, that was, was terrible. It was that really was... bad, but they really and I, I, I took a. Note. I don't know why you they know couldn't just like too? get the they, budget for Hans. What kills me about that score is uh, going into the Justice League trailer. They still use that, and it was. I was just like, dude, please give that shit up. Like, right. Come on, yeah. Here's the thing: is that I, I took note. I went and watched it with my wife, and I took note. When was the first time they would use that score? And they used it during the scene of No Man's Land. That was the first time they used it. And I listened to what the the balance of like ah and the lower ends and the higher ends, dude. They they balanced it out pretty well. They balanced it out pretty well, Colton. Like it was really, really, really cool. Yeah. That like it wasn't this high pitch. Like, 
Yeah. No, it wasn't. They actually did a whole lot of Like, like, like so I'm just waiting for someone to be like, come to the land of the ice and snow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, yes. Hi, Mark. That's like on point. Like, I really thought that's what it was going to be. They yeah. didn't. They actually lowered those. Oh, that's good. And it, 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 they melted it into the scene pretty well. It's like they were trying, but to me, it was like they were trying too hard to make it be like, did you forget? She's in. She's she's like. She's the, gonna be in Justice League. She's from the Asmodean Islands or whatever. The hell, like she's she's not from this world. On an island room, they have like spears and shit. Do you remember that? Like she's the spawn of the gods. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's like okay, I get it, dude. No, like they actually did a very good job. Like I think that it was just like too much in people's face when she first came out in BBS. And like, yeah. dude, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say right now, she was the only part I liked about BBS. When she came in, she was pretty badass. Because there were so many parts where I'm like. I love That's Batman. Sigh, though. I love Batman, but BVS made me say like just that kill movie him. just made you question. Dude, I, it, it, was, it was to the point where I picked up my phone, not even like a third of the way through the movie, and just started looking at my phone. Yeah, I was that disappointed. It still won't was, be as bad as so Fantastic disappointed. Four. No, no like, yes, it was bad. Like, okay, no, I, I'd rather this. watch Fantastic Four. Than we were talking about we were no. watch Fantastic Four. My buddy or the Silver Surfer. My buddy, <laughs> the new Fantastic Four. He's talking about new Miles Teller. Oh my lord! My buddy literally read a receipt during Fantastic Four. Let me tell you guys. He pulled out a receipt and read the receipt, and the other guy pulled his beanie, beanie on and went head, to sleep. Yeah. I yeah, don't know. Literally. I was either in middle school or high school when Batman the Animated Series switched over to become The Adventures of Batman and Superman. That was good. And mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I, because it was like, Batman don't share billing with Superman. <laughs> they don't share it. What is this? You know, BS. Like, I was, I was like, ooh, I was raged. Because I was like, Batman's so awesome. BVS made me so disappointed that I was like, fine. Superman, just made you if you want to kill him, too many things. Superman, if you want to just kill him, just do it. I don't even care. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, like, by the end of the movie, I'm like, I don't care what happens. I don't care. Yeah. I just make the movie. I want to see the title card. Just, yeah, I let on. me see. And you know what? Here's the thing. We'll go a little bit away from Wonder Woman. Okay, we'll, we'll go back. And we'll, at the end, we'll, 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 we'll do that. Um, we'll go back to that. But um, Wonder Woman, overall, dude, I mm-hmm. really think you'd like it. I, I definitely really want to check it do, out still. Dude. I do want it to see really, it. The action scenes are really yeah. cool. But one more thing that scared me away at first was just the fact that it's Wonder Woman, and I'm never a big Wonder Woman fan. No, me either. Was I wasn't either. Yeah, yeah, no, me but either. She's always but like the, the one that's just like, like in the back of the Justice League. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like Here's the thing, is that it wasn't Scott Snyder directed. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not Scott. Zack Snyder directed. Yeah, but it had the... Because Zack Snyder was at the time um, helming the Justice League and the entire yeah, uh, totally. DC universe um, as a whole. Mm-hmm. And uh, he had to pull away from that because of family issues and our thoughts and prayers go out to freaking Zack yeah. Snyder. That's a horrible thing that would happen to his family. Yeah. Um, 100%. Um, so he had he helmed that. Mm-hmm. So that whole entire um, uh, 300 style of action, like, yeah. it actually worked with Wonder Woman very well. Hmm. Especially when she had the lasso. Because she has spears and swords. Maybe. Well, she has spears and swords. <laughs> no, especially in th- that scene where she's like, she's taking on those Nazis and she has the lasso and she's like, like going down on her knees, like, bam, bam, like threw them away. The lower, the lower, um, I think it was like, is is really, um, darker gray tones in those, act in, in those action mm-hmm. scenes. Where it was like slowed down, and then it would go over. It wasn't as as intense as Zack Snyder, but it was that darker tone esque in those mm. fighting scenes, and it worked well for her because she was this beacon of hope. Like in BVS, they didn't have any hope. 
it was like, let's fight, let's fight, let's fight, let's have turmoil, let's have turmoil, let's have turmoil. And there was nothing there. They there was nothing no, there. No, but no. It was bad. But in Wonder Woman... There was a lot of things Right, wrong. there was. But in Wonder Woman, you're like, finally, in DC, you have some type of person that's fighting for something you believe in. And that's the one thing. It you would get be, behind the character. Exactly. Yeah. And you would think that'd be Superman. But in, in Man of Steel, maybe you can be like, yes, okay. BVS, you lost hope in Batman. You lost hope in... Well, Superman. even in Man of you Steel, the the fight with Zod was just so good because it was this dude torn between: Do I really kill like my last living heir? Right. Okay. Uh, I mean, we've we've like, been through that before. We've been through that. We don't want to know. But just like that, like that. how you give If anyone wants to know, like you know, like the Choose Your Own Venture novels, yeah. just go back to our other episodes. No, but uh, the only reason I'm bringing it up is because I mean, like the idea of getting behind the character and the reasons that the film gives you to get behind the character. I do think that. Wonder Woman gave you more depth mm-hmm. than Man of Steel did. Like, I do see what Jason's saying, and I do see what you're saying, <laughs> mm-hmm. but in Wonder Woman, they give you more depth in it. Yeah. They give you more well, when depth. When you're at negative one, it's not hard to go up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. I mean, you never know. So it was really good. <laughs> yeah. Wonder Woman, the acting, I think it was, well, it, it had issues with it, but the editing, the directing, overall, Wonder Woman was Great. It was DC's best film since Man of Steel. And that was three years ago. Four years ago. Four, yeah, that was four years. Three or four years ago. I'm the lone guy at the table that didn't enjoy Man of Steel. Wow. No, you liked it out of all DC since yeah. The Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, BBS. BVS, Suicide Squad. No, I mean, Squad. it was, okay, yes. Yeah, so Jordan. It was better than those. Exactly. But you but weren't the a, ultimate fan, just because there were, you had issues with it. I had but issues with the fact that, like, it comes in number two. It I comes think, in number two for you. I think that, I, I, like, I know that you, like, love Superman, but I feel like I love Superman more than you, even though I don't love Superman more than you. Right. So he doesn't like Superman at all, then, is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> That's almost like what no, you're like, you don't love Superman more than me, is number two, because he's my number one. Like, I, think I, I, love main, I think my main thing with that movie was that I think that Superman loves mankind enough to love the individual Mm -hmm. but that movie was like Superman will save mankind and save the earth here's the thing but he doesn't care about the individual when Clark Kent when Superman is making out with Lois Lane over the Dead bodies and the ruins of like a million metropolis citizens. There's something. Oh I, I, there's something. <laughs> right, but that doesn't. Like, Man of Steel didn't depict him yeah. as like, well, but that's yeah. Zack Snyder's fault and David S. Boyer's fault. No, I know. Not I know, Superman's fault. No, but still, that's my point is that, like, Superman shouldn't be like. He's like, like yeah, so hey, like, um, like three mile square radius of metropolis is ruined and, like, 500,000 people are dead in the yeah. ashes, but hey, you want to make out? So yeah. the difference like, is but. between when Lois walks up to kiss him, the difference is a simple scene change would have been instead of them kissing is him fall to his knees and put yeah. his hands down and oh just like goodness. regret everything that he ever I did. Just think, I just think it, it changes the whole thing. Like it's just silly to me that he's like, I killed Zod, no! Yeah. But then there's like 500,000 human beings who are dead and dead. Like, hey, let's freaking make out. This is cool. <laughs> <laughs> No, it didn't. It didn't. It didn't pick, to, yeah. to pick that well. It didn't. It didn't pick that no. well. And I will give you that. But Wonder Woman was great. I want to see it. Definitely, I'll yeah. check it out. Cool. Um, yeah. All side, right. All right. Side, cool. Okay. Yeah, sorry. Side note on the Metropolis thing. Real quick, before we move on to the next film. Uh, Metropolis being ruined. Did you guys see the meme that like compares Avengers? <laughs> to like the Man of Steel and, and BBS yeah. and it's, it's like yeah. oh look at the cities compared to how they take care of their cities and Marvel's like still put together there was a city some some buildings ruined but they were like saving the city and the DC film there's like no city left <laughs> it's just yeah, gone yeah but I also saw that like after Avengers 1 it's like the hypocrisy of yeah. 
cult, uh, hip, the hypocrisy of audiences. Yeah. And it's like the entire it, – it, it's a shot of the of New York and it's in ruins after the uh, – not the scroll because it should have been the scroll. But the Shatari yeah. comes down and destroys all of New York and they're yeah. like, oh, you want some shawarma? No, but yeah. what and I And then it goes to Superman. Shawarma. No, okay, hold on. But That's hypocrisy thing. because one, the thing. they're yeah. cool it's with it hypocrisy. and then over here it's, it's not cool. What I, what I would argue why it's not hypocrisy though is that there's so much more depth there. There's like we see – we're going to get to it in a second. We see Spider-Man. We see Vulture devastated by, the, as a working class citizen, yeah. the aftermath. We see in Daredevil, Kingpin taking over the city. So you saw it later on. Later we on, see, yeah. But the audience even, No, but even the Avengers, even the Avengers themselves acknowledge with Cap in Civil War, with Cap versus Tony, mm-mm, like, mm-mm. what can we... I'm sorry, I don't believe that. Because we, that was we, three yeah. years later than no, when Avengers came out. No, I mean, it takes time to tell a story, but my point is, is that... Within their own world building, they acknowledge this wasn't clean cut. Okay. It's broken. And so it's here's the counter argument. Within two years, they came out with BVS and Superman has to go to court in Congress over the ruins of what he did to Metropolis. But so what he has to call – he has to react to his actions. So in three years, in Civil War, the aftermath of what happened in Avengers was brought to full fruition. In Superman Man of Steel, his actions – were brought to full fruition in in BVS. So it was still the same exact thing, but it was three years later. Not exactly. I don't even feel like that was even the same because I feel like even still it was like, this is just, but five minutes later, hey, Doomsday's here. Yeah. Let's do this. Right. They like, touched so, on it a little bit deeper. Let's just take because... Doomsday to another part of a different city. I'm not saying that DC did a better job. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that like, you, there's an argument to be made, but yes, 100% DC, Marvel is killing DC in yeah. the movie section. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. 100% just but killing them. Yeah. But anyways, yeah. all right, so all we're right, going to move right. on. Until they make another Hulk movie, I'm like, <laughs> dude. Hulk, World War, dude, dude, the new Thor. The new Thor. I saw that's that, incredible. I was like, <laughs> <"Whoa."> <laughs> So we're going to move on to Spider-Man.